Time now for this week's Anderson Healy Show. Powered by Elevation, the Sun Devil's preferred home energy technology company. Greetings, Sun Devil Nation, and welcome to this week's installment of the Anderson Healy Show. This is the Sun Devil Radio Network broadcast that each week gets you up to date on all the latest news and developments in Arizona State University, Sun Devil Athletics, and features ASU Vice President for University Athletics, Ray Anderson. I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of Sun Devil football, men's basketball, and baseball, and it's my pleasure to serve as your co-host each and every week for our uh, virtual get-togethers. Ray, good to see you as always. How have you been? Doing well, Tim. Hope you're well, and certainly hope our Sun Devil athletic family as well. So let's get going with this discussion. With college football's letter of intent signing day set for Wednesday of this week, We'll chat with one of the members of Kenny Dillingham's ASU coaching staff as Sun Devil tight ends coach and seven-time state championship head coach at Scottsdale Saguaro High School, Jason Mons, will drop by and visit. As for our lead story this week, you know the policy here on the Anderson Healy Show. When you earn a territorial cup point for Arizona State by beating the arch rivals from Tucson, Well, doggone it, you're the lead story on the show. And the 24th-ranked Sun Devil women's gymnastics team earned that honor this week as just this past week they uh, defeated Arizona, the seventh consecutive meet victory for the Sun Devils over the Wildcats in women's gymnastics. And the Sun Devils did so this past Friday night by posting a season-best score of 196.800. It was a dominating victory for the Devils over the Wildcats as Arizona State won titles in every one of the events in Friday night, or excuse me, this past Saturday's meet. And among the highlights, junior Anaya Smith won the vault with a career best score of 9.950 that not only uh, was a career best for Anaya, but also the highest score by any Sun Devil in any event so far this season. In addition, senior Hannah Scharf won the all-around. All the way, Ray, it was an all-around great evening, wasn't it, for Sun Devil Gymnastics this past Saturday? It sure was, and uh, Coach Santos is doing a wonderful job with uh, this team. Uh, I was there for a good part of the meet, and certainly for Anaya's and uh, uh, Hannah's great performance, uh, certainly Anaya's on the vault, it was it was tremendous. So uh, to beat the U of A is uh, uh, wonderful to beat them seven years in a row, uh, is even more so. So they got that ter- territorial cup point for us, Tim. They're doing a wonderful job, and this week they're up to uh, rank number 21. Uh, so the meet took a lot of uh, uh, attention, and deservedly so. They're now ranked number 21 with a tough schedule coming up with the gauntlet of Pac-12 uh, teams we're going to face, but that's the way it goes, and uh, Pac-12 women gymnastics, but the win over the U-, U-, U of A was wonderful. Well done. Yes, indeed. Now that gauntlet continues this Saturday, February 4th, when uh, gymnastics travels to the Bay Area to take on 7th-ranked California, uh, 3 p.m. Arizona time start, and you can catch all the action live on Pac-12 Networks. The other big ASU sports story of the week, a milestone for Sun Devil hockey coach Greg Powers, whose team swept two games from St. Thomas of Minnesota this past weekend at Mullet Arena, winning by scores of 4 to nothing last Friday night and an overtime 4-3 to victory on Saturday. The Friday shutout win 
was Coach Power's 100th NCAA coaching victory at Arizona State. A significant achievement for him, Ray, though I'm sure Greg was probably more pleased with the fact that his team finally got back in the win column after uh, going through a rough stretch of late. Yes, the uh, getting the two wins, the sweep here at home was uh, certainly uh, most important, but uh, let's give uh, acknowledgement we're due 100 career victories for uh, uh, Coach Powers leading our uh, still relatively new uh, soccer, not excuse me, hockey team, uh, and particularly to get him in the new Mullet Arena uh, was wonderful. So I got a chance to see parts of both of those games, and uh, it was nice to bounce back uh, and have one of them be Coach Powers' 100th. So congratulations to him and indeed to the hockey team for the bounce back, Tim. And by the way, the hero of the overtime win Saturday was once again uh, forward Robert Mastro Simone, who scored a goal 37 seconds into overtime to defeat St. Thomas uh, 4-3. It was Robert's second overtime goal of the season, his third game-winning goal of the season. Boy, Ray, what a clutch player uh, Robert Mastro Simone has turned out to be for Arizona State. Oh, you know, Robert's a, a, a real, real uh, lights-on uh, type of player. When they get brightest, uh, he's ready. And so uh, I'm sure you saw a replay of the uh, the breakaway and then the goal put away for the overtime win. But uh, the kid can play. He's exciting and equally important. Just a really tremendous young man. Great uh, role model for ASU student-athletes, Tim. Well, now 13-16 and 16 on the season. Sun Devil Hockey has all its cold-weather gear packed up and ready for travel as the Devils will head north to Alaska this weekend to take on the Nanooks of Alaska Fairbanks in games Friday night, February 3rd, and Saturday, February 4th. Both of them will start at 9 p.m. Arizona time. And by the way, Ray, for those keeping score at home, the predicted high temperature in Fairbanks, Alaska, this Saturday, two degrees below zero. Well, I don't want to tell you what ours is projected to be, but it's going to be a lot higher than two degrees below zero. But uh, these guys are, are made for cold weather, so they'll go up there all bundled up and get on the ice and uh, hopefully bring two victories home. But uh, I'm, I'm not going to make that road trip. I'm going to, I'm going to stay back here uh, for weekend uh, sporting events on the ASU campus, Tim. We'll cheer them on vigorously from a distance here <laughs> back in Tempe. What do you say? Uh, like Sun Devil Hockey, the uh, 17th-ranked ASU wrestling team has gotten back into the win column of late after starting the new year by losing four consecutive dual meets. Coach Zeke Jones' Sun Devils have now won two in a row, the most recent a 20-16 to victory over 21st-ranked and traditional East Coast wrestling powerhouse Lehigh University this past Saturday night in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Among the highlights of the match, Ray, uh, senior Brandon Courtney posted his 99th career win at 125 pounds, while All-American 149-pounder Kyle Parco recorded his ninth career technical fall. Yes, we you know got off to a rough start uh, in our dual meets, but the wrestling team has uh, seemed to be turning it around and being competitive in every match. So it's nice to get the win, and we've got some – some uh, dual meets coming up uh, as we try to get ready for the NCAA postseason championships where uh, the team score and the format gives you uh, an opportunity to podium once again if you're Arizona State, which we are. So we'll 
uh, root them on in the upcoming dual meets and then get ready for the NCAA tournament, Tim. Two big dual meets coming up this weekend for Sun Devil Wrestling. Friday night, they'll be back on the floor of Mullet Arena for the second time this season as Sun Devil Wrestling will take on Little Rock beginning at 7 p.m. again Friday evening, February 3rd at the Mullet. And then Sunday, the Sun Devils are on the road and they'll be in Corvallis to take on Pac-12 rival Oregon State in a uh, meet that will start at 8 p.m. Arizona time, the Sun Devils and the Beavers. Congratulations are in order. We mentioned the milestone of Greg Powers earlier in the broadcast. Well, another Sun Devil coach deserves kudos uh, here on the Anderson Healy Show. We're talking, of course, about Sun Devil swimming, head uh, swimming and diving coach Bob Bowman, as Bob has been named the head coach for the U.S. men's team that will compete at the 2023 World Aquatics Championships in Japan this coming July. Coach Bowman previously served as the head U.S. men's coach for the 2007, 2009, and 2013 FINA World Championships, was, which was the previous name for the event that's now known as the World Aquatics Championships. And, of course, as most Sun Devil fans I'm sure know, Ray, Bob Bowman has served on the U.S. Olympic swimming coaching staff for five different Olympic Games and was the head coach of the U.S. team at the 2016 Summer Games in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, Coach Bowman is uh, an elite, one of the world's finest uh, swimming coaches uh, for a bunch of reasons, and it's been reflected in all of his uh, uh, appointments. So the U.S. Men's uh, World Aquatic Championships in Japan, uh, yet another uh, acknowledgement of what a superior uh, 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 coach he is. And so very proud of him, and we reflect back and remember that in two, 2016, while he was with us, he was a U.S. men's Olympic head coach. So we've been uh, very fortunate to have a, a good collaboration with Coach Bowman and now uh, Rachel Stratton Mills as our women's coach. It's a great team, uh, but it, it just shows what we have in our men's head coach. Bob Bowman is perhaps the world's best. Uh, and I don't say I can take the perhaps out. I think he's the world's best men's swimming coach, uh, period. And I think the results at Arizona State have shown that as well. He's now in his eighth season at ASU as Bob Bowman. He's led the Sun Devil team, the men's team, to a current number one national ranking for the first time in program history after his men's squad finished sixth at last year's NCAA championships. And that is the highest finish in 40 years for Sun Devil men's swimming. Coming up, a conversation with one of the new members of Kenny Dillingham's Arizona State football coaching staff as legendary former Saguaro High School head coach and now Sun Devil tight ends coach Jason Mons will drop by for a visit. This is the Anderson Healy Show on the Sun Devil Radio Network. Now, this time out. Hey, it's Paul Calvisi, and if there's one thing all top teams have in common... It's consistent performance, and that's what you're going to find up and down the full lineup of Ford trucks and SUVs. From tailgating to towing, on the job or on vacation, Ford has the right vehicle for you with performance that never quits. See that full Ford lineup today. Just stop by your Arizona Ford dealers or visit buyfordnow.com. Proud partner of the ASU Sun Devils, Go Devils. 75% of the electricity you're using is on products that are turned off. And your ceiling fan could cost you up to $5,000 over its lifetime. 
Sun Devils fans, you know your sports stats. At Elevation, we know the stats that can help save your wallet and the world. Visit PoweredByElevation.com and learn how our full suite of smart solar solutions can make a powerful difference today. Elevation is a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. Forks up, bills down. Get your forks up, Sun Devil fans, because Bar S, the number one selling hot dog brand in America, is now a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. From hot dogs and sausages to bacon, ham, turkey, corn dogs, and more, Bar S offers an all-star lineup of delicious mealtime and game-time meat. Grab one of the new Bar S Sun Devil sausages next time you're at the stadium and head to your nearest grocery store to score some Bar S today. Bar S, a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. Welcome back to the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network, along with ASU Athletic Director Ray Anderson. I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of Sun Devil football, men's basketball, and baseball. Ray and I are glad you're with us this week. Over the past few weeks, we have had the opportunity to visit with several of the newest members of the Arizona State football coaching staff of newly hired head coach Kenny Dillingham. Well, this week we have a chance to introduce you to yet another one of the Sun Devils' new assistant coaches, although if truth be told, this man needs no introduction to longtime Valley sports fans. A 2004 graduate of Arizona State, Jason Mons went on to have a legendary career coaching at Scottsdale's Saguaro High School, where he spent 16 years overall, 11 as the head coach of the Sabercats, During that time, he posted a remarkable record of 123 wins, only 19 losses, and seven state championships, while producing an impressive array of players who went on to star at both the collegiate and some at the National Football League level. Jason's now back at Arizona State. He is the Sun Devils' new tight ends coach, and it is a pleasure to welcome back and say hello to Coach Jason Mons. How are you doing, Jason? Great to have you back at ASU. I'm doing great. How's it feel for you? Uh, it's been unbelievable, Tim. Thank you for the uh, the awesome introduction. But no, this is it's uh, you know like like when Coach Dillingham said he was home. I feel the same way. I, I grew up around here. Uh, my dad coached football for Frank Cush, and my mom was a cheerleader here. Both my wife and I are alumni, so um, this really is home. I feel like I'm about as full blooded of a Sun Devil as you can get. Absolutely, what a natural fit it is. And yet, I would imagine it had to be a, a decision of some difficulty for you to leave the great program you built at Saguaro to come join uh, Coach Dillingham's staff. What were the main factors that led you to make that decision? Well, I've told a lot of people, number one, um, it was one of the most difficult things that I've had to go through um, to, to, to close the chapter on what was an unbelievable um, chapter of my life where um, really I started as a 25-year-old young man that was kind of didn't really know what I was going to do as a freshman football coach and found a passion for coaching and, and turned that into uh, – um, turned that into my, my, my career and uh, met a ton of great people through that. Met my wife, got engaged on the field after my first state championship as a head coach. Uh, both wow. my kids were born, um, you know, kind of in and around the season and grew up on the sidelines and have been growing up on the sidelines at Saguaro High School. So um, it was it was an emotional uh, turn of that page to, to finish out that chapter of my life. Um, but to be honest with you, it was the first time and I've, I've had quite a few opportunities over the years to, to leave and go to the college level. I've, I've never had one that felt right. And, and because of my experience with my dad being in professional football and college football, I, I knew what that commitment was like. And so if I was going to do it, it had to be it had to be the perfect situation. And I, I've always prioritized my family um, and, and, and their well-being. And 
when Coach Dillingham got hired and I started seeing and hearing about some of the people that he was bringing in, it really was the first time for me where I felt like the place and the people lined up. And that was always, it wasn't just always about the place and it wasn't always about the people. It had to be a combination of both. And, and this one, I couldn't have scripted it any better for me to, to take that next step um, to come, to come back home, to be a part of this group. How do you reflect back on your years at Saguaro and how do you, how were you able to build such a powerhouse program there? Well, I mean, I'll always look back with fond memories. I, I think I'll always view myself as a, as a high school football coach. That's where I cut my teeth. And, and, uh, you know, I think to, to do that, you have to, you have to be a great teacher and a great motivator and a great relationship builder. And you're a little bit of everything. You're, you're part teacher, you're part psychologist and therapist and, and, uh, you know, uh, motivator. And, and, uh, so I, I really, um, I'll, I'll always look back with fond memories. Some of my very best friends that I'll have to, for the rest of my life are, are people that I coached with or worked with there. Um, some, unbelievable families that came through that program that, that uh, made a huge impact on my life. And, and uh, it really was, I mean, I think I just always will look back at the relationships. That's, that's what this game is about. Um, you know, even at this level in college football, what, where it is a business and, and, and winning and winning matters. And, and uh, uh, it's still built around relationships and it's how you treat people. It's the impression you make on people and the impression that they make on you. That's what really makes it special. And so that, that, that chapter of my life will always be, um, I'll, I'll always look back and think about the relationships that I made. And I'm excited for the, for the new relationship, you know, relationships that I'm going to forge here at Arizona State. And you get to renew some relationship as well. One in particular, one of your best players at Saguaro all time is now uh, one of your colleagues as Arizona State's newly hired uh, manager of player development for football. And we had him on the show last week, of course, running back DJ Foster. Uh, How cool is it for you to be on the same staff as DJ? And what do you remember most about him from his days uh, playing for you at Saguaro? Well, it's been pretty cool because I, I kind of get to brag on him a lot now. But I mean, this uh, if I open up this door that's just right over my shoulder and walk right across the hallway, I'll, I'll walk right into DJ's office. And so that's a <laughs> that's a pretty special, uh, you know, pretty special deal for me. Um, you know, I, I was bragging on him the other day, his senior year, I was the offensive coordinator. He's probably the reason why I got hired as a head coach at, at uh, Suara High School, because I was smart enough to give him the ball. He scored 60 touchdowns uh, his senior year of high school, including 10 in one game. And uh, we were taught, we were laughing. We said we needed every one of those because I think we ended up winning like 82 to 65 or something crazy <laughs> uh, basketball score. But he was uh, he was an unbelievable football player. Uh, but more importantly, uh, well, the thing that I'm the most proud of is he's just a really good man. He's, he's, he was a great young man back then. He's, he's grown into a, a tremendous man now, and, and uh, we're proud of him. He represents everything that, that we wanted Saguaro High School to be about. I know as, as a Sun Devil fan and, and now a part of this program, he represents everything that makes Sun Devil football special. He's just a tremendously talented young man, um, but he's, he's, he's a very humble respectful, genuine, good person. And so um, I'm very proud to, uh, to call him one of my own, and, and uh, I'm excited to be reunited working here together with him. Yeah, we're tickled to death to have him back here. Uh, he was on the show last week. He's been a friend for a long time, and what a great, great sun devil he was uh, at Arizona State. When did you first become acquainted with Kenny Dillingham, and was there a point or a moment you remember where you said, boy, I think this guy has some coaching chops in him? 
Yeah, no, I, I, we, uh, we, we coached a season of youth football together uh, a long, long time ago when he was really first getting his starts. He was coaching lower level football at Chaparral High School. And um, I, I had uh, been the offensive coordinator at, at Saguaro High School. And in fact, when I, when I took over as head coach at Saguaro, uh, I hired Kenny uh, for, uh, for, I only had him for a couple months and then Chaparral stole him away from me. He, he, uh, I hired him to, I think, be my receivers coach. And uh, I, I, I did because, you know, he had been a lower level coach, but I had a chance to sit down and get on the whiteboard and talk ball with him. And he blew me away. I could just tell that he was uh, the way he saw the game, the way his mind worked, how he processed things was was different. And um, so I tried to scoop him up uh, much to the chagrin of some of my uh, Saguaro people that are like, what are you doing hiring a firebird? And then, um, you know, ultimately he got the call from uh, from Coach Hamilton, Conrad Hamilton, who's now the head coach of Desert Mountain. Um, and gave him the opportunity to be the offensive coordinator. So I, I lost him before we even got the season started. And, and uh, you know, I, I think that I, that's something that we still laugh at, you know, it's like, hey, a Saguaro guy gave you a chance, and then you ended up going back to Chaparral. But, um, you know, it was, it, it was a great opportunity for him to get his foot in the door to call plays. And clearly um, that was, the, that was the, the launching pad for him to then get on at Arizona State with Coach Norvell and, and climb the ladder. And I think mm-hmm. anybody that's ever spent any time around him and and can get on the board and talk ball with him and then listen to the vision that he has for how he how he wants to do things. He's he's special. Um, and uh, there's a reason why at such a young age he's in he's in such a great position. And it's it's not a fluke. It's because he is he's a darn good ball coach and, and he's a visionary. And um, the way he the way he sees things and the way he formulates a plan to attack um, his vision is, is impressive. And so I'm I'm uh, I'm honored to be a part of that. I'm honored that that uh, a Firebird was willing to hire a Sabercat. And uh, and now we're both Sun Devils. So it's going to be a fun run. And because of all those qualities, there's certainly and clearly a sense of excitement, I think a sense of engagement within the fan base uh, in the wake of his hiring. Uh, What's the feeling like internally for you and uh, your fellow coaches? You sense, I would imagine, that same energy building around the program, don't you? 100%. I I think it's you've got people here, starting from the very top with Coach Dillingham, that care about this place that love this place and believe in this place and what it can be. And um, so I think that's, that's, there's a great buzz right now. I think the people in the community, the fans, the, the Sun Devil faithful feel that because, because it's genuine. And um, I, I think we've got a tremendous amount of momentum right now. I, I can tell you from some of the unofficial uh, visits that we've had with in-state kids, we had, a, we had an elite in-state day on Sunday uh, with some of the very best players in the 2024 and 2025 class. And um, those kids are feeling really good about the, what's happening here. And, and it's not going to be an overnight flip. We don't just all of a sudden hire um, some Arizona guys and sign every Arizona kid. But I think we're people are feeling the momentum and and they're seeing the vision and they and and, and the way it's being built is authentic and, and that's what's resonating right now with everybody. So it's an exciting time to be a part of this and I'm I'm excited to get in right now and and take this place, uh, this program where we know it can go. And I think part of the excitement, Jason, is I think a lot of fans appreciate the the commitment that clearly is being made uh, to recruit in in state. Uh, you know, with with between you and Charlie Ragel and and Kenny, you know, coaches, uh, Vince Amy, coaches that have coached in this state, uh, in Vince's case, played at Arizona State. And uh, uh, I think that is something that fans really, really appreciate. Absolutely. I mean, Sean Aguano, uh, who was who was a legendary right, high right. school coach at Chandler High School and, and, and obviously did a, tr- a phenomenal job as interim um, last year. Um, but even if you look at our, our defensive coordinator, Brian Ward, uh, he grew up in the Valley, played at Apollo High School. Uh, A.J. Cooper, our linebackers coach played at Sunny Slope High School. So even if they weren't guys that coached high school ball out here, they're guys that are from here that 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 
that grew up here and that, that, that love this place. So that's the really neat thing. I think of the 10 on-field coaches that we have, I think eight of us are connected to this state in some way, whether we coached here or were born and raised here, it's, it's pretty special. Your roster obviously is a work in progress with uh, all the players being brought in uh, uh, through the uh, transfer portal. And full disclosure, we're taping this interview with Jason on Tuesday, January 31st, the day before uh, college football's big letter of intent signing day. But uh, the roster, obviously a work in progress, but you are taking over uh, individually a tight end position group that has a couple of really good returning players. Uh, Jalen Conyers really came on at the end of last year and ended up being the Sun Devils' third leading receiver on the season uh, with 28 catches, four touchdowns, and some impressive performances down the stretch. And you have a physical specimen as well, and number 80 tight end Messiah Swinson. Uh, What's your take on the tight end group that you are inheriting now at ASU? Yeah, I, I, you know, testament to the previous staff. I thought I thought they did a, a phenomenal job of, of recruiting to that room, and uh, they they left the cupboards full in that position. So uh, we didn't have to sign anybody in the twenty twenty three high school class. We didn't target anybody in the transfer portal uh, at the tight end position. We have currently five scholarship tight ends that are all returning. I uh, feel like they all complement each other very well. And uh, the thing that I've been really pleased with is they're they're genuinely great kids. They're they're they um, they're hard workers. They've, they're humble. They've got good attitudes. They've been eager to work and learn. And uh, it's just been really pleased with the leadership there with that group. But um, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, J- Jalen Conyers is, is a special player. Um, I think he's got he's got big time, you know, someday potential. And I think that flashed late in the season last year. Um, he's he's got a, a great energy about him. He's fun to be around. He works really hard. He's super competitive. And that's that's shown just in the in the, you know, the handful of interactions that I've had with him so far, just watching him work. Uh, I've been really pleased with that. Uh, Messiah Swenson is, is a is a big time physical presence, obviously, um, you know, a, a big physical tight end that can get after guys and, and has the athletic ability to to create some mismatch problems. Uh, but then we have some other guys, too, that that, you know, don't get the same fanfare. But I think Bryce Pierre is a very talented player uh, that mm-hmm. I think is a, is a great compliment to both of both of those guys. Um, Ryan Morgan brings a, a kind of a big physical to it and it allows us to get into some different personnel groupings where we can use two and three tight ends on the field at the same time. And then we're really excited about the young guy, Jacob Newell uh, from Oregon, who got hurt early in, in fall camp last year, so didn't get a chance, but um, has shown a lot of great things in the offseason and, and a big athletic kid that I think has a bright future. So we're really excited about that group. Um, I'm excited to be able to coach them. They've really been accepting of me coming in and, and uh, I've really enjoyed getting to know them and, and we're excited to get to work. Uh, you mentioned it or touched on it early in our conversation, but uh, things obviously have come full circle for you because you mentioned that your late father, Greg, was a one-time coach under Frank Cush here at Arizona State. And I imagine your dad uh, would have been awfully proud to see where you are now and all that you've accomplished as a coach. And it must make it extra special for you to be coaching at the same place now where he did. It is. I've got a I've got a framed uh, business card from uh, 1978 sitting in my office here for when, wow. when he was the defensive line coach and recruiting coordinator. And I've got the old uh, sunburst helmet uh, next to it. So um, <laughs> it is it's something for me um, that, you know, losing losing my dad in 2012, right before I started as head coach at Saguaro, um, he, he you know, he was around when I got the job, but he didn't get to see me start my head coaching career there. But I but I know that um, with with everything that's happened for me along the way, I know that that he's been up there and, and there's there's been a there's been a hand in, in a lot of the success that, that I've had. And, and um, being back here, like you mentioned, is kind of full circle, it's something that I I tell people when I talk about being proud of something, I'm, I'm extremely proud 
um, you know, representing the, the, the last name Mons to be back here at Arizona State. I, I knew what this meant to my dad. Some of the relationships that, that he had uh, with guys that are still around this program uh, from his time here at Arizona State. And it's, it's pretty special. I've had a, a ton of people reach out to me that, that, that knew my dad when he was coaching here. That uh, just, It just makes me proud to be a part of this tradition. It means a lot to me. It means more to me than, than probably most. So um, mm-hmm. I, I, don't take, I don't take one of these days for granted. So in summary, I'd say you young men are in a place where you belong, don't you think? Tell you what, I, I don't know if there's a place, if it wasn't Saguaro High School, where I feel more at home. And, and uh, I've had people ask me, you know, is it, does it feel weird? Are you comfortable yet? And it didn't take very long for me, you know, pulling up and, and parking and walking into the office. It, it feels like this is where I'm supposed to be right now. And uh, I'm excited about it. And I'm excited about the things that we're, that we're going to do here. Well, it's great having you back at Arizona State, Jason. And all the best to you in your coaching career, my friend. And uh, we'll catch up with you down the road. Thank you so much, Tim. That's Sun Devil tight ends coach and longtime Arizona high school coaching legend, Jason Mons, our guest on this segment of the Anderson Healy Show. Ray will rejoin me for the final segment of this week's show in just a moment. Again, this is the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. Vibe check. A free afternoon on a Friday? Vibe. The party after the after party? Vibe. 3 a.m. text from your ex? No vibe. A hard seltzer with antioxidant vitamin C? Big vibe. Vizzy is a vibe. Celebrate responsibly. 2022 Molson Coors Beverage Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, flavored beer. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs lottery experience. When it rains, it pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. Enter eligible tickets on the Arizona Lottery Players Club by February 28th. Learn more at azplayersclub.com. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge-watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Your moment has arrived. Welcome to Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Bigger, bolder, and better with so much more to offer. Grab a cold drink and cool off in a cabana at our all-new resort pool. Or take a taste of the here and now with even more dining destinations to choose from, including our new rooftop restaurant and lounge, Prime, a Shula Steakhouse. It's time to own your moment. So you do you. It's now time for the official Game Time Munchies break with a cold, tasty brew from Lagunitas. When you're hungry from raising the pitchforks high, reach for the highly balanced Lagunitas IPA. It's wow with wings, perfection with pizza, and nearly unmatchable with nachos. Their IPA just goes with football food. We're proud to call them the official craft beer of Sun Devil Athletics. The Lagunitas Brewing Company, Petaluma, California. Drink Lagunitas responsibly. We 
We are nearing the finish line of this week's edition of the Anderson Healy Show from the Sun Devil Radio Network. I'm Tim Healy, the radio play-by-play voice of the Sun Devils. So glad you joined us this week. Arizona State Athletic Director Ray Anderson rejoins me now as we talk some hoops here on the Anderson Healy Show. Both the ASU men's and women's basketball teams going through rough stretches right now after getting off to a terrific 15-3 and start this year, the Sun Devil men's basketball team has lost four in a row as we enter this week. The Sun Devils were swept last weekend at Washington and Washington State, a tough 69-66 overtime loss to the Huskies on Thursday night in Seattle, followed by a 75-58 loss at Washington State two nights later. And uh, Ray, Coach Bobby Hurley's club really challenged at the offensive end of the floor in both of those games, they shot just 31% uh, from the field against Washington and 34% at Washington State. Yes, the offense is struggling. We've got to get back uh, our mojo, our momentum, our confidence, and hopefully that will start this week here at home against Oregon State and Oregon. But, yeah, the four-game uh, 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 drop uh, certainly was uh, disappointing and I think surprising uh, to to many. So. Uh, we need to bounce back. Uh, we're working hard this week, uh, and we, we go at it uh, Thursday night. And from here on out, it's one game at a time. You know, we've got to win Thursday night, and we'll worry about the next game after that, after Thursday night. So uh, going through a tough stretch, and it's time to bounce back, Tim. Let's just be frank. Well, here's hopefully a little bit of good news. Uh, Sun Devils, I'm sure a lot of our fans know that uh, ASU guard D.J. Horn was suspended and did not play in the Washington State game uh, in Pullman on Saturday, uh, suspended for that one game for what was termed conduct detrimental to the team. But uh, Coach Bobby Hurley saying on Tuesday of this week, Ray, that DJ's suspension will end up being just a one-game suspension, and he will be back on the floor, back in the lineup, and uh, back playing for the Sun Devils Thursday night when they host Oregon State. Yeah, and that's a, a good outcome. Uh, you're going to have uh, some challenges. You're going to have some disagreements. Uh, I'm glad they were able to patch it up quickly. And so the, su- the suspension was just the one game. So uh, they'll need to come out uh, and uh, be very uh, tight-knit as a team, as they were before we got on this uh, drop, if you will, in the last four games. And uh, I'm glad to see DJ back. I'm so glad to see he and Coach Hurley back on the same page. Uh, and I'm told his teammates uh, are very, very, very excited to have uh, DJ back in their midst. So uh, we're looking forward to a good outing on Thursday night with DJ back on the roster, Tim. And if DJ can rediscover his shooting touch, that is such a key component of the Arizona State offense and uh, uh, will greatly enhance the chances of the Sun Devils to bounce back out of this and snap out of this four game losing streak. And the good news is the Sun Devils uh, uh, back home this weekend to host two teams that they have already defeated Oregon state here Thursday night. That'll be a 6 PM tip. And then the Oregon ducks come in on Saturday night at 8 PM. And if you can't make it out to the arena and we certainly hope that you do, but if you can't, join Kyle Dodd and me for the radio broadcasts of each game on the Sun Devil Radio Network. Thursday's Oregon State game, our pregame coverage begins at 5.30, and you can hear all the action on Arizona Sports 98.7 FM. And then the Saturday contest against Oregon, Kyle and I will hit the airwaves at 7.30 
that Saturday evening, and that game will be carried on ESPN 620 AM. Now, the uh, women's basketball team also going through some tough times right now. 0-10 in Pac-12 conference play after two close losses at home uh, this past week to the Washington schools, a 61-57 loss to the Washington State Cougars this past Friday night, and then a heartbreaker, a 55-53 setback Sunday afternoon against the Washington Huskies. Coach Natasha Adair's team now 7-14 and overall on the season as they continue to battle, raid despite the challenges they're facing right now. Uh, indeed, and we talked about it last week, and uh, no coach likes to make uh, uh, excuses or explanations, but sometimes the facts uh, need to be known, and we, we've really struggled with putting a healthy roster out there. Uh, injuries, uh, to be sure, uh, have and during one stretch had us down to six or seven healthy players who could uh, play, uh, and then you just get worn down by the opposition substituting uh, fresh players in and out, and it's hard to win. So under circumstances, the, the thing I like is that they're competitive. They're not quitting. They're not putting their heads down. And then very frankly, they're not feeling sorry for themselves because they know that sometimes these things happen. And so uh, I feel badly for Coach Adair uh, as a first year uh, he, here at ASU head coach having to go through uh, the, the amount of injuries and roster uh, unavailability that we've had, but sometimes that happens. But they're staying in there with good spirit. They're not going to quit, uh, and we're going to continue to support them because our ladies deserve our support, Tim. The Sun Devil women will be on the road this weekend in Los Angeles. They'll take on the USC Trojans at the Galen Center Friday evening, tip-off tip time, 8 p.m. Arizona time. And then Sunday, it's on to Pauley Pavilion to take on the UCLA Bruins in a game that will tip uh, Arizona time at 1 p.m. Uh, Sunday afternoon. Jeff Munn will be alongside, and he'll have all the action for you on the Sun Devil Radio Network and KDUS 1060 AM. Uh, Money's pregame coverage of the USC game will start at 7.30 Friday evening, and he'll be on the air at 12.30 Sunday afternoon to bring you all the action of ASU at UCLA. It was a mixed bag of results for the Sun Devil men's and women's tennis programs last weekend as they both competed in their respective ITA kickoff weekend events. The Sun Devil women split two matches that were played at their event in Auburn, Alabama, as Sheila McInerney's team lost last Friday 4-2 to 23rd-ranked UCF, the University of Central Florida, and then the Sun Devils rallied and bounced back and shut out UC Santa Barbara on Sunday in Auburn, Alabama, 5-love. The Devils are now 6-1 and one on the season, and all six of their team victories have come via sweeps. Meanwhile, Coach Matt Hill's Sun Devil men's tennis team lost both of its matches at their ITA kickoff event in Waco, Texas, as they fell 4-2, to Ray, to both the University of San Diego and to the host, Baylor Bears. Yes, uh, both the men's and women's tennis team, by their standards, struggled last weekend, but the women, 6-1, and one, they'll bounce back. Likewise, I believe the men will. Uh, but it's good tennis out there, uh, and so it's early, early in the season, uh, and they'll, uh, I think, at the end of the day, be just fine. Uh, but a little wake-up call that nothing's nothing's for granted uh, in, in, in tennis, men's and women's in the NCAA Wherever you're playing is pretty tenacious. So 
Uh, Sheila and Matt know uh, that they're going to have a, a schedule that's going to be competitive all year. Uh, and when you see us, ladies and gentlemen, scheduled to play here at the Whiteman Tennis Center on campus, uh, you really need to make it out. It's free admission. Uh, and the, the, the skills and the level of competition is always elite, and you will really enjoy it. So we hope you get out and support our men's and women's tennis teams. And fans will have an opportunity to do plenty of that this weekend, Ray, as both the Sun Devil men and the women will be home at the Whiteman Tennis Center this weekend. The women will host SMU on Friday, February 3rd, a match that will begin bright and early at 11 a.m. on Friday. And then they will host the Toreros of the University of San Diego Saturday at 12 noon. The ASU men, meanwhile, will take on San Diego for the second consecutive weekend a match that will start at 5 p.m. on Friday evening, and then they will be back Sunday afternoon at 1, the Sun Devil men, to host Pepperdine. So if you can, make it out to the Whiteman Tennis Center and support the ASU men's and women's tennis teams. One uh, final note before we leave, Sun Devil water polo will be back in the pool this coming weekend, uh, uh, competing Saturday and Sunday at the Stanford Invitational, hosted by Stanford University, as Coach Petra Party's team will take on Stanford, California, and San Jose State over the course of the weekend as uh, Petra and her team, Ray, look to build on their 3-1 and start to this uh, 2023 season. Yes, uh, our new head coach, Petra Party, uh, ASU grad, uh, water polo star in her own right, is leading the team and just talked today. She's very excited about going up there to the Stanford Invitational uh, against really top competition. I think we're currently ranked number 10 in the country and, and two of the three or four teams participating uh, in the uh, event at Stanford are, are ranked ahead of us. So that tells you the, the level of competition uh, that we're facing. So should be a lot of fun. And Petra is off to a strong start. So we wish our women well up there in, uh, at the farm. On that note, we will bring down the curtain on this week's installment of the Anderson Healy Show. Thanks to our show producer, Arizona State Senior Associate Athletic Director Doug Tamaro for his help. Thanks as well to our terrific engineer producer, Sean Crespin of the Sun Devil Radio Network, and to our wonderful show scheduler, Kim Nelson of Sun Devil Athletics. Ray and I will be back next week with another edition of the Anderson Healy Show, and we do hope you'll Pencil it into your calendar to join us at some point during the course of the week. Ray, good to see you. Have a good week, and we'll probably see you out the uh, Desert Financial for some hoops this weekend. We certainly will see you for some hoops, Tim. Uh, big weekend for us across the board in our sports, and uh, as we look forward to the weekend, we say, Go Devils! Go Devils! Till next time, for Ray Anderson, I'm Tim Healy, and we thank you so much for joining us this week on the Anderson Healy Show. So long, everybody. You've been listening to The Anderson Healy Show, powered by Elevation, the Sun Devil's preferred home energy technology company. Tim Holvik here. You know, I always promised myself, if I ever owned my own Ford dealership, I'd run it with common sense, I'd hire some really awesome people, and I'd treat all of our customers like great friends. And I'd always be a super supporter of Arizona State University. That's how I do it. I call my dealership Santan Ford and we're in Gilbert. It's where the Sun Devils go. See you here. We are Santan Ford, proud partners of the Arizona State University Sun Devils. It takes hard work to be the best in the game. 
planning, commitment, resilience, sweat. That's why Old Dominion Freight Line, the number one national LTL carrier for quality, works hard to be the best in the game and is proud to support those striving to be the best in theirs. Old Dominion Freight Line, official freight carrier of Sun Devil Athletics, helping the world keep promises. 75% of the electricity you're using is on products that are turned off, and your ceiling fan could cost you up to $5,000 over its lifetime. Sun Devils fans, you know your sports stats. At Elevation, we know the stats that can help save your wallet and the world. Visit PoweredByElevation.com and learn how our full suite of smart solar solutions can make a powerful difference today. Elevation is a proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics. Forks up, bills down. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs lottery experience. When it rains, it pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. Enter eligible tickets on the Arizona Lottery Players Club by February 28th. Learn more at azplayersclub.com. Hey, son. Devil fans, college basketball is back. So grab your friends in a cold, refreshing Dos Equis lager and make the most of game day. Whether you're at the bar with fellow Sun Devils or watching with your friend who went to that other school, Dos Equis is there for it all. So buy a cold, crisp Dos Equis and get those forks up on game day. Dos Equis, proud partner of the Arizona State Sun Devils. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2022. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. 